Public Education, Controlling the Future. I'm going to present to you a series now on public education and its Christian counterpart. Public education, in my estimation, is one of the main contributors to our current crisis in America. Public education is the Trojan horse that was brought into our country with the intention of destroying our Christian-based constitutional system of government. Therefore, I am not for limiting the federal control of education. I am not for returning it to the control of the state. I am not for public education in any form. Now consider this. There are 55.5 million students in public education this year. And we are paying on average somewhere between $10,000 and $12,000 on average per student. That is a grand total of around $600 billion per year. And it's growing. Over a half of a trillion dollars. As I stated, I want the federal government out of education altogether. I want the state governments out of education altogether. So what do I really want? I want all public schools to be turned into private educational centers and supported through tuitions and private donations. However, it's not so much the money that is at issue. Though we are just throwing good money after bad education, and as long as there are teacher unions, we will never see trends continued that will improve our educational systems, but rather the trend will be to continue dumbing down our children until they are completely functional illiterates, if they have not already achieved that to a great extent. You know, the real issue in public education is control. The Greek philosopher proffered the idea that if you would give him your children by age two and allow the state to educate him in what he would have called the state university, then he could give you the state's future. He could create any type of state that you would want. So where did we get this idea for public education? Well, the concept of the common school, or what became known as the public educational system in America, was really promoted heavily by a man named Horace Mann. Horace Mann was a Unitarian. He's considered the father of public education in America and was fascinated by German educational trends. In 1818, John Griscom gave a favorable report of Prussian education. English translations were made of French philosopher Victor Cousin's work, Report on the State of Public Education in Prussia. Horace Mann had a vigorous interest in German education as a result. In 1843, Mann traveled to Germany to investigate how the educational process worked. Upon his return to the United States, he lobbied heavily to have the Prussian model adopted. Mann convinced his fellow modernizers to legislate tax-supported elementary public education in their states. 
1852, Mann was instrumental in the decision to adopt the Prussian educational system in Massachusetts. Soon, New York State set up the same method as well. And then it was adopted in 12 different states on a trial basis. And many other states, in one form or another, began to propose the Prussian model of education. So what is the history and characteristics of Prussian education? During the 18th century, the Kingdom of Prussia was among the first countries in the world to introduce tax-funded, compulsory primary education, comprising an eight-year course in primary education. It was designed to provide not only the skills needed in an early industrialized world, but also a strict education in ethics, duty, discipline, and obedience. Seeking to replace the controlling functions of the local aristocracy, the Prussian court attempted to instill social obedience in the citizens through indoctrination. Every individual had to be convinced in the core of his being that one, the king was just, two, his decisions were always right, and three, the need for obedience by the citizen was paramount. The purpose of the system was to instill loyalty to the crown and to train young men for the military and the bureaucracy. The German philosophers Johann Gottlieb Fitched, a key influence on the system set. If you want to influence the student at all, you must do more than merely talk to him. You must fashion him and fashion him in such a way that he simply cannot otherwise think than what you wish him to will. This concept is psychosocial manipulation of students. We only need to control them. We do not have to educate them beyond the basics for performing jobs except at their level. Thus we have the idea of vocational engineering of the student at the primary level. A series of edicts were made clear for the first time that education was a task of the state. This evolution finally culminated in 1763 when Frederick II made schooling compulsory for all children between ages 5 and 13. Our nation adopted this principle under the guise of compulsory education. Well, until they were sued for failing to educate the children. It has since been changed to compulsory attendance. That means the child doesn't have to learn anything, but he does have to attend and be under the influence of the state teachers. The civil magistrates sought to replace in Prussia local control over schooling with a centralized, uniform system administered by the state. All schools and universities were made institutions of the state. Does this principle sound familiar? At one time, all education was controlled at the local level or in home schools. But eventually, in America, the schools were forced into status control. Oh yes, we're allowed to have private schools and Christian schools and home schools. But the pretense for the public common educational system was to force all of its citizens into that 
socialist statist system of education. The final concept in Prussia concerning its educational system was to establish an examination and that was introduced in 1788 implemented in all of Prussian secondary schools by 1812 and extended to all of Germany in 1871 passing the examination was a prerequisite to entering the learned professions and the civil service in 1810 Prussia introduced state certification requirements for their teachers Today we have the same principles in effect. Our educational model was built on the Prussian system of education. It was from the beginning a statist idea for the control of its citizens. Now you know the history of where our public education comes from. In our next presentation, let us turn our attention to its implementation in America. But let us not forget Proverbs 14:34. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. And Psalm 9:17, the wicked shall be turned into hell, and all the nations that forget God.